Broski here, and right now, you're listening to the Matt Madness Podcast. They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Ron Pashery, and with me this week are my good friends, Ek2Fly, Eric Trembicki. Hello. Mr. Wednesday Night Live, the ladies call him Balo, we call him Alo, (laughs) Aaron Lloyd, and... I almost said Mr. Wednesday Night Live again. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Michael J. Day, six foot five, and you can't, can't teach, teach that. that. Uh, welcome back to the show. It's been a long time coming. Uh, we have once again no pay per views to review, no pay per views to preview. We have less than two weeks away the Royal Rumble in Philadelphia. We will all I've be in there. attendance. I'm going to be there. Yes, you will be. So. Will you? We, will you? I don't know. We know Brian Bestie? Gerard. We know Brian Gerard. James will be there. Will you guys be there? I'll, I'll be there. I, I, I just said I'm going. I might stop by. Where is that? The the center? Yeah. yeah. The yeah. spectrum. Yeah. The spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> the spectrum. Pash, I'll be there. Despite your disdain, I'll I'll, I'll be there. Yes, only for you guys. <laughs> I won't and, take all the credit for that. Oh, wow. And I will. Like but I'll take try. I will try to avoid having to take another picture with Brian Gerard. James. <laughs> I feel like one was enough. I think he's coming um, for you for, at Icon. <laughs> I think he is, too. Uh, so before we get into the show, listen to Falls Count Anywhere, The Perfect Edge. We have Throwback Madness coming to you on Monday. Hot Royal, one. Yeah, Royal Rumble 1995. Five-star ratings and reviews on iTunes, ALO. I think it's time for you to try to move some merch. Yeah, if you want to brace some madness, you can do so at watermaneuver.net, and you can head over to collarnumber.com, use promo code MATTMADNESS for 10% off your order. And also, you can head over to Prep's YouTube page to see me and him's, me, me and Prep's latest toy hunt video. Mind you, my beard was really flourishing, by the way. <laughs> so head over to Prep's YouTube channel and check that out in the three, other, the three previous vlogs as well. Straight flame. <laughs> yeah, uh, vlogs have been great. I haven't gotten to sit down and watch the newest one yet. I heard some of it before we recorded the show tonight. Each, I look forward to sitting down and, and taking a look at it. Each vlog from Prep has been going yeah, up, up in views quicker and quicker, so uh, subscribe to them. Prep some Give the likes. Yeah, yeah, and and the, the quality of the content has gotten better every week as well, I believe. So I look forward to sitting down and watching it. You all should be, too. Yeah, I'll reiterate, my bid was really flush. <laughs> <laughs> you sold me. <laughs> Again, you can, you can thank uh, Prep's editing skills for that. I may have to watch it on the show tonight. I, I, I was impressed. I was like, my goodness, look, look at that fool. <laughs> Better than Roman's beard was last year? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so before we get into Raw and SmackDown and all that, did anyone watch the opening match of the Mixed Match Challenge? Yes. Did not. Mike, I'm assuming you didn't either. I did. I watched it today after work. Um, thought it was fun. You know, it's something different. It's it's cool to see different combinations of people go out there. It was hilarious watching Natty try to dance to Nakamura's music. <laughs> so they go, do they go out together? They don't. No. They each got their own separate entrance. Sasha wearing a gold leather jacket. To be like Finn Balor wearing his leather jacket. I thought it was fun. Uh, Sasha and Balor won the first match. I don't know who the next one is. It's, I believe it's is it Biggie and Carmella? It might be. I know they're a team. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I gotta look it up. 
Um, it was fun though. I, I'd recommend it. It's it's a fun watch. Team Finn and Sasha though. Yeah, that who's gonna win? Yeah. I still want That's, Sasha to do his entrance. So <laughs> at least once. And the only way to watch it is Facebook. So it happens is gone. So you gotta go back on Facebook to watch it again. I don't have unlimited data. It's so <laughs> kinda of my crutch. Yeah, I had an I had an email. I just brought Facebook on. back to move some sneakers. I'm didn't bring it back to watch the Mix Mac Challenge. So. Don't get me started on Facebook. <laughs> the flat world thing is blowing up on Facebook. I can't, I can't take it. My, my wife is on Facebook, so I try to avoid it as much as I can. <laughs> At all good, costs. Good call. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was fun. It's a good watch. If you, Plus if my you, mom. If you have time to watch it. Uh, the Raw 25 special I purposely didn't watch. The three hours on Monday was more than enough for me. I'll tell you what. I, I, I know you hate Well. The good news is, you know, we talked about it in the group text lately. It looks like the 25 is not going to be a five-hour show. Correct. I am excited for it. I don't care what anyone says. I mean, I've always, I've made it clear. I'm usually pop for the anniversary shows. Flashback Raws, throwback Raw, old school Raw. I, I love it. Old stage, bring back some of the guys. You get some, you know, funny moments. You know, you, you pop for comedy. It, it's kind of like, you know, we're... The week after that, we're looking at the Rumble, and you know we always get excited for the idea of a surprise debut or a return, even if it's just to job out. But for that for that moment, it's exciting. And I mean, we got a who's who list. I mean, this is a list. They the only thing they can compare us against is the Hall of Fame, and when they you know take the camera and look at the crowd, that's the only thing it can compare to. I'm cool with the 25th anniversary show, especially now knowing that it's not five hours. Uh, but the the top 25 raw moments or whatever that came on on Tuesday night, I was like, I'm not doing it. Um, did you guys watch it or no? Yeah. No need. Oh, no need to watch it. All right, well, then I'm going to get into it. The <laughs> one, one thing, I, I actually loved it because I popped. Uh, we'll get into something on raw that I'm sure all four of us will say that we popped for. You have any idea on what the number one moment was? On this the week's fast roll? No, no, I don't know. For, the, for, the milk truck? I don't even think that made the list. It didn't. Really? It didn't. It that, was that's weird. It, that it was probably weird. wasn't the top the, 25. It was the, the beer number truck. One, the number one was the beer truck. Okay. The Big number beer. two, WWE produces the number two moment. Yes, I do know. Of all raw moments was that's CM Punk's pop. Should have been number one. Should have been number one. Uh, huge. The fact that they even would have put it on the list, I would have been surprised if they put it at number 25. We'll get to that. I give them credit. We're, get, we're getting to that right now. Yeah, I think we're getting to it now. I give them credit for putting that number two. Was that you, chosen by them or was so it voted upon? They're stating that is is voted upon. So when they they pretty much twenty five to eleven, they blasted through it, and then Rosenberg and Corey Graves oh. go go back and forth with a little bit of comedy about each one. But Corey looks at Rosenberg. He's like, "Am I the only one here that will say I'm shocked to see this?" And I think Rosenberg makes a comment about one of them makes a comment saying, you know, the fans chose this, you know, it's cool, and they kind of just skip over it. But I mean, you know, they they flash forward to the spots where, you know, Punk wishes death on Vince McMahon, says this company <laughs> is going to be taken over by your doofus son-in-law and your idiotic daughter. Um, they go to the part where he says Ring of Honor, the part where they drop the name Colt Cabana, the part where he says New Japan Pro Wrestling. I thought it was awesome. You know, people are fantasy booking Punk at All In. Punk's going to be at the Rumble. He's at Raw 25 in my eyes right now. I'm hyped. I am hyped. He's like the only person on the list that's going to be there. Him and The Rock are the surprise people for next week. 
I'm, yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> well, <laughs> while, while we're on this subject, I'll just get to a question from uh, Donnie Jiu-Jitsu, Donnie Delaware, Donnie Gargano, Donnie whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Donnie Delaware. Donnie Delaware, most importantly. Firm. Don of a new nation. He got Don of a new nation. Don, House Don, of Don. The man that gravity remembered. <laughs> <laughs> And, well, one of his listeners' question was, how do you think CM Punk's pipe bomb changed WWE? Because I, I have a lot to say about that, so I'll let you guys go uh, ahead. Uh, let me run with it then. So when that pipe bomb happened, I was probably watching wrestling again for about six to three months. I've said this on this show before, and I'll say it again, and I'm sure I'll say it a year from now. I'll bring this up. If not, I'll bring it up multiple times between then and now. I got back into wrestling randomly just here and there watching it, not continuously. I saw, which was in the top 20, it was the moment for the build-up to WrestleMania 27, the silent stare-down between Triple H and The Undertaker. I saw that, and I was like, there's my guys, man. They were there when I was kids. I was like, nah, cool. They're going to be at WrestleMania. I'm going to watch WrestleMania. A week or two later, The Rock comes back. I'm like, everyone's here. Oh, the gang's all here. Boom. <laughs> I, I'm in. I watched WrestleMania 27. I bought the pay-per-view. I tune in the next day. They're all gone. Triple H is in a suit. Rock's gone. Taker's gone. I'm like, all right. I got excited. I got into <laughs> wrestling again for like six months, maybe less. What do I do? Next week, I tune in to Raw. I watch it for two hours. It was only two hours then. I'm like, oh, man, this isn't going to last long. A couple weeks go by. CM Punk comes out, and he was commentating you know, a month or two prior, and then he comes out in a stone-cold shirt, and I was like, and he was a great heel. Like, I didn't know about all this stuff prior, but he comes out, and I was like, man, I can't stand this guy, and he sits there, and he drops his promo, <laughs> and during the promo, I became a fan, and I was like, wow, like, this guy's a genius. Like, this is, this is why people stop watching wrestling, or like, this is why people don't watch this. I thought it was great. I've seen the promo a hundred times. I watched it on his DVD probably like two months ago. I, I think it's a great for the Raw. It's great that WWE acknowledge it. It's one of the greatest promos of all time. It's definitely one of my favorite. Yeah. Michael J., thoughts on the pipe bomb? Uh, from a uh, twenty-five raw twenty-five moments thing. Just to the, the what was the question like? How did it change wrestling or yeah. whatever? Oh, I was mm-hmm. going to say from the 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 moment standpoint, I, I think it was clever how they cut out who he was talking to. <laughs> Don't want to slander John Cena at yeah. all. Um, <laughs> did they really do that? They edited to not. Look you didn't like know. Yeah, he just looked like he was sitting there. I mean, the great promo regardless. Yeah. But the fact that it was uh, directed at John. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I you know it it kind of opened the door for people to like. Um, more or less venture to their own uh, kind of character, do say what's on your mind kind of thing. Um, and it really had you guessing, like, is he just going out there and saying whatever he wants to? You know, because you, you know, why is, why is he being able to say all this on live television? But, um, no, I, you know, I love CM Punk before that, so it wasn't really anything new to me. He was saying the same things <laughs> <laughs> his whole career, so it wasn't really anything new. You're um, just seeing him do it on a bigger stage. Stage, yeah, in front of you know live audience mm-hmm. and everything. So yeah, um, and the fact that he was doing it, I've I never liked John Cena ever. So. <laughs> well, you're at the wrong podcast. <laughs> and uh-huh. what did you have to say about it? Well, it changed wrestling because it got. At that point, WWE wasn't a workers. It really wasn't the workers' company. Like we've been doing throwback madnesses, and we've been going through some of the superstars they've had. Like there was the Kozlovs, like just the, the, the bigger guys. So Punk was actually 
when he after he did that promo, like it was WWE became more of a in ring perspective because after that he his match with Cena was probably one of my favorite matches of all time. Mm. Uh, after that, he was able to go on to face Daniel Bryan. And on th- those great matches of what age age the rep that was a mess, but that's that's <laughs> irrelevant. But um, it did change a lot because I, like you said, like it broke the fourth wall, as he says. Um, mm-hmm. And people were like, okay, is this real? Does he really feel this way? Even after the promo, like when he had that promo against Triple H, like this is this isn't CM Punk talking to Triple H. This is Phil Brooks talking to Paul Levesque. You're like, oh my god, like nobody ever says Triple H's mm-hmm. real name on television. Right. So a lot of everything he did was groundbreaking and. It will always have a lasting effect on WWE because it also changed how they did business and how they viewed their wor- their workers. But a lot of people, I get this because they just said something that I I can resonate with. Punk was doing this before that promo even hit. Mm. It's just the fact that nobody, it wasn't like the groundbreaking promo because a lot of people, and I I see their point. They'll say CM Punk's overrated, and I I. I could I can I can go on both sides because I appreciated CM Punk before they, that pipe bomb even came out. It's just the fact that it felt so real. That's what got the attention. So, but but the thing is, would you look? Anyone at, that says that wasn't paying attention. <laughs> well, you weren't watching. No, no, was, I'm just saying. No, I'm, no, I'm saying people people that are saying that after the fact. I'm no, not, I'm, not I, I, I'm telling you why they're saying that because I see their point. Because their argument is after that pipe bomb, WWE's fault in, wholeheartedly. They didn't know how to book them because they had them. Lose Triple H, and then in that tag match the next month, they had him take the fall. WWE doesn't know how to book anyone. Mm. I know, but that's I know, but but hear me out. And then he turned heel. Like after that whole face stuff with Brian, the matches were fine, but he was stuck in that whole AJ Lee thing. Then he turned heel. And what everybody's going off of is that last six months he was there. Because even Prep said he kind of just phoned in from from an in ring perspective. It was like he just phoned it in because he was like, but you can't really say he phoned it in because he was hurting stuff. So I see everybody, I can see your point. Do I agree with it? No, but I do see where you're coming from with CM Punk. But he was doing this stuff before. It's just the fact that nobody got, nobody really like paid him any mind because he was in the mid card. His like his matches with Jeff Hardy were great. His matches with Rey Mysterio were great. His his feuds and he's up his feud with John Morrison over the ECW title was great. He's he was always doing this stuff. It's just the fact that whole pipe bomb kind of like woke everybody up. And if anyone says anything about his last six months, I mean, you throw a point out about him being injured. Even when he wasn't in the title picture, when he was doing the stuff with Ryback, Baxel, at least people cared. People were tuning in for that. There's people that are usually carrying a world title, the WWE title, and no one cares what they're doing. Yeah, but the thing is, those feuds weren't good. But that's and, and, and so what I'm saying. WWE, they... they uh, who, who have, who, and again, no one's ever having a good feud with Ryback. No one's ever having a good feud I with know, Curtis Axel. I, I know, but what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, like, they try, but this is the problem with WWE. They kind of... You're only as good as they kind of make you. And that's, the, and that's the thing with... At the end of CM Punk's ladder, that was that was the thing. Like, after the whole Brock Lesnar match, he did nothing. Back to Donovan's question... How did this go? In my opinion, one other thing with the promo, I think that in retrospect, you look at it over six and a half years later, WWE eventually was looking through like, man, I hate this guy. He quit. Boom, here's his promo. Man, all right, wait a minute. He just gave us the blueprint. He says New Japan. He says Ring of Honor. Jeez, we're just going to start go cherry picking their heavy. And you look at, you know, they just signed people from, they just signed the New Japan tag, uh, former New Japan <laughs> ch- tag champions. They just signed, you know, guys that have been making 
making their uh, career in New Japan. So was, that's what they've been doing nonstop for the past couple of years. Well, at that point, that's before Triple H and them, they started NXT. So when they started, so when Regal and Triple H and them started scouting talent, that's where they got that talent from. Because Vince stepped away. Vince was like NXT. That was when it was the game show. Vince was like NXT. You can have that. Do what you want to do in Florida. That's how they got. That's how they got their talent. It wasn't Vince anymore. Because like we said, how many of these muscle muscle guys that we saw that Vince brought in amounted to nothing? Yeah, well, almost every one of them. Yeah, exactly. And then Triple H comes in. He takes in control of his NXT. He brings in Seth Rollins. Well, all he knew got- Punk was right. He just, <laughs> ran with, he just ran with his blueprint. Yeah, I, I can't really add anything to the conversation of what was changed by the pipe bomb. What I will say is it didn't change enough. Like, that got as much recognition and notoriety as it did because, like Day just said, you were watching him and you were like, how is he able to say all this stuff on live TV? Yeah. They, but they have not embraced that at all. Everything is so overscripted still, maybe even more so now than it was then. They're so careful with what anybody's allowed to say. So it, it didn't change enough in my opinion. Like what has worked in the last two years that we've been doing this show is this mostly the stuff that they didn't intend on happening. The like, stuff that just kind of happened on its own. They So it didn't change enough because what Punk did that night, they have not done really since. So, again, I wasn't watching Faithfully for years prior to that promo. But if I'm going off just that time period, I'm not talking about what they did with NXT or anything. But I know for a fact, when I saw what he was doing with that 400-plus title, 400-plus day title reign, you know, when he got white hot out there... You know, depending whether he was booked wrong or, you know, had a bad loss here and there. When I'm watching him, I was like, you know what? Wrestling's cool right now. Like, I've been watching wrestling for four months now, and I, this guy comes along. This is, like, when I tuned in and I saw Triple H and The Undertaker going at it, I'm like, oh, I'm just watching wrestling because, like, oh, cool, this is, like, a childhood moment. But I was, when I was watching at WrestleMania 27, like, I wasn't saying, like, this is cool. A couple months later, when CM Punk was white hot, wrestling was cool to me. I was like, this, this is something cool, and people that stopped watching wrestling, similar to me, they, they should be tuning back in. And I do believe a lot of people did due to what was going on with him. Yeah, I definitely... So th- that's where I feel like that specific promo, that is what changed it. Yeah, we're not knocking none of that. We agree with that. I understand, but you, you were going off the promo, and then you're leaping to NXT. No, but no, what, no, what does no, this have no, to do no, with no, NXT? No, because you talked about... Uh, Punk name dropped all these things. New Japan, Ring of Honor, New Japan. Again, but you don't you don't know if Regal and Triple H were sitting there and they went back and forth and said, "Oh, okay, cool," because of this. No, but if you if if Triple H, if Triple H starts NXT was still the game show. Again, this years later, I'm not going back. And yeah, but that. yeah, I'm saying, but you said that. You're right. So I you're right. You're right. You're right. You win. Yeah, I just don't think it changed enough. Like it could have been a moment where they said, "Oh, maybe this is what we need to be tapping into," and they just they didn't do it yeah. enough. Um, they obviously didn't do it right away. So, no, I, I think that they they if they go I back, I think it helped with popularity right then and there. Yeah, but in, in the long haul, I don't think it changed things as much as we would have liked it to. And it, maybe anybody at the company that was watching that show on Tuesday night, hopefully they saw it and said, you know what, that really worked. Maybe we should do more of that. I mean, we all agree we would wish a promo like this would happen. Next week on Raw, on the 25th anniversary, and it changed everything. I wish one happened on Raw or SmackDown this week, because I have <laughs> hardly any notes. I There was really not a whole lot that happened that really captured me this week, I don't think. What? 
Uh, what was your biggest moment? My biggest moment of the week? Well, we'll get to that. A uh, <laughs> um, little cliffhanger. Yeah, we'll, we'll start off <laughs> with Braun Strowman's firing and rehiring. Oh, uh, it was excellent. That happened over the course of, what, an hour, hour and a half. He went on an absolute rampage all over the arena and backstage. Uh, he destroyed Michael Cole. He ate a piece of cake. Tom Phillips had to sub in for Michael Cole for the rest of the show. My one complaint about this is it was like a lot of time devoted to, when you listen to our throwback, you'll hear a similar critique to this. Um, It was like a lot of time put into something that ultimately stayed exactly the same as it was before it started. Um, And... As much as I've loved the brawn feats of strength over the over the past few months, it keeps getting bigger. It gets bigger. I hated the camera work. The camera just kept shooting like all different angles. It's like just pick an angle, stick with them. It like distracted me from what he was doing. Um, but Braun is an attraction. He was the 2017 Matt Madness Superstar of the Year <laughs> for a reason. Uh, there were just some like little nitpicks I had about it. What did you guys think of uh, the brawn? The bronze segments that lasted for most of the first hour, if not more than that. I think it was drawn out. I think that if they were just going to throw him back in, they should have waited till the go home, the, the show to be over. And I think he should have just got popped in, like literally about to be choking Angle out, and somebody Stephanie up here and say, "Listen, let him go," or vice versa. He's choking out Jason Jordan. Angle's like. You can, you can be in the match, you can be hired. It, there, there were so many other ways to go, but he goes and he smacks a couple, you know, production equipment around. Kurt Hawkins gets thrown through a table, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, you, you flipped the truck. All right, you're back. I'm, I'm happy Michael, yeah, Stephanie, Ma- Stephanie I'm happy Michael Cole me. got kicked off the show. <sighs> yeah, him dragging Michael Cole, I did think, was that was a highlight for me. I don't know what I appreciated more, that or the Eagles winning. <laughs> Oh, that was oh man, it's wow. a big. Uh, no, I laughed that hard. Like I was that amused. I was like, "This is fantastic!" <laughs> Grabbing him by his pants and carrying him it was great. I would have rather seen him like eliminate Kane somehow, and then make this match uh, just a one-on-one match. That would have been more entertaining. That would have been a preference of mine too. If they could have gotten Kane out of there, I would have been very happy about it. Ayla, did you like what they did? Did you think it was too much? Well. I'm glad it was because, like we said, nobody's going to sell us on a triple threat match involving Kane in 2018. So what they did was they kept— It won't stop them from trying. I know. (laughs) I know, but they're making Braun the attraction of the match. It's like, okay, Braun did all this on Monday night, so what's Braun going to do at the Rumble? And the good thing is they cut Brock and Kane off, te- off television, which they need to be because nobody actually legitimately really cares about seeing them on television. But they're out there making Brock, like Braun the attraction. Like I said a while ago, that Braun's like Braun's like the new Stone Cold, and you're just waiting for him to waiting to see what he's going to do. And that's what they did. Like they made him a thing throughout the night. Like in the beginning, in the first of the night when, they, when he beat the security guards and threw the um, the guard through the table, that that guard excellent selling. <laughs> and the gall of him to sound like Eck at the end of the month. Like him just like <laughs> like the athleticism he had just to hop so high in the air and go completely right through the table was great and the, the one guard tried to run, he screamed like a little girl which was great. But they actually did a good job. Like they made it a whole thing throughout the night and he actually wreaked havoc on Raw. I did like I said, other than those camera angles. You just appreciated the cake spot. That you know you the know cake spot was that, that was great. 
Because <laughs> the guy was just standing. He was standing still. He was like terrified for his life. <laughs> that was great. But you know you can get the, those cameras, um, those shaky camera angles when it comes to that truck stuff. As far as what Braun's going to do with the Rumble, I volunteer. He can put me through a table at at the Rumble, if he so chooses. <laughs> we know that someone, we know that a decision maker in the company is listening to the show right now. So he will relay D- the message. DM sure. where we'll be sitting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm willing to get put through a table by Braun at the Rumble, uh, and it, it'll be that'll be on like. Some highlight package you, you 25 might, years from now. You're probably going to get more air than you've ever had in your life. <laughs> he will throw you like a sack of potatoes. That's fine. I'm ready for it. Um, Intercontinental Championship. We have a championship match between the former champion, The Miz, against the current champion, Roman Reigns, next week. Uh, we had a warm-up with Roman going up against The Miz Taraj. Do you guys like Elias? <laughs> kind of singing in the Miz every week now. I think it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, interesting. <laughs> I like it because it's a way to keep him doing something. Because you know they only have three hours. This might not be enough time for a Monday night. Yeah, <laughs> make it make it four. Yeah, what 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 else can they do with him? You know, when they gotta they gotta do like twelve replays of what Braun did. Brock came out and comes out and doesn't speak or on or a or on a raw episode and they got to replay that multiple times, so they can't have a bunch of matches. They can't you know do so much with character development. So you know squeeze them in with the Miz Taraj. They're not really <laughs> part of it, but at least he gets the you know he gets on there. He gets he gets out there. He gets some heat and then he he intros them. Yeah, I I enjoyed his roast of the San Antonio Spurs. <laughs> I think that they've done a very good job with him. Roasting the local sports teams and athletes. Um, Miz cut another great promo, as he has become known for. Some people even know him as all he does is talk. <laughs> um, Best heel in the game. <laughs> Bo Dallas looking like Adam Bomb <laughs> for anyone who was watching in the mid-90s. Uh, I love the Miz cowering to Roman when he got outside the ring, like just terrified <laughs> of Roman. Uh, not a great match, but it's what you expect with Roman against the Miz Taraj. Uh, what do we expect from Roman and the Miz next week? Uh, I mean, if Miz wins the title, I'll be Julius. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a big Miz guy. Yeah. I don't know if I ever knew that about you. Oh yeah, number one fan. You're his number one no. fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just you know I I think everybody underestimates how good he is as a heel, you know. There's somebody sitting to your left. Uh-huh. Can you believe we drove here together? <laughs> no, I can't. My bestie's blushing over there. Uh, <laughs> like, okay, okay, right, let's do uh, predictions. I'm going to say Roman retains. I'm hoping. Bela? Roman. Mike, what do you think? As I'm uh, gonna, after you pissing me off, where are you going? I go? guess I'll, huh? you know. Ring the bell. I hurt your feelings. Taking the mids. No, you're, you're taking just the mids. Annoying. I don't think. I don't really, honestly think he's gonna you win. Love me. I, you're just stupid. It's that Delaware. You love me. The Delaware water. Well, I do. Delaware blows. I do drink from the tap. You you <laughs> must drink the water in the shower. You oh, probably no. drink more Delaware water uh, in the shower than actually washes you. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, what's your prediction, Ron? That, I'm, I'm going that, that escalated quickly. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to we had a side comment this whole well, time. I'm just getting a bunch of heat right now from everybody, even in a group text as we speak. Wow. So he's getting he's getting heat for not going to an event. He's, oh, he okay. doesn't he doesn't want to go three days in a row, hang out with his boys. Yeah, so. He doesn't want to hang out with anybody. <laughs> um, g- Six five said he can't handle that night anyway. <laughs> I'm gonna say the Miz is, is gonna win. 
We need, a, we need a tiebreaker in here. Dennis! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Get out! <laughs> three, three to two for the Miz. Write that Jeez. one down. Raw 25 is going to suck if that happens. Did, did Roman talk at all this week? I don't think so. But I do have so, I, I Last week I said that um, we know we're going to get a DX segment. And I mm. said nothing's going to top him with DX with Sandow from Raw 1000. I think Elias could do the same I, thing. I think DX with Elias would be good. But I don't think it'll top Raw 1000. Hmm. I, I don't think so either. I do think it'll be good, though. Yeah, I think it'll be good if it happens. We know we know that they're listening. I do think that it will happen. Uh huh. Road Dog knows how much we've well, how much alive. How has how good us. would it be if Road Dog um, does a little homage to Double J when he's playing <laughs> the, playing the guitar, stops him and says, "Don't piss me off." <laughs> I would love that. Um, Despite my disdain to Double J, that would be so good. The only thing I ever liked good. was that "Don't piss me off" shirt. <laughs> Look well, and Deborah. <laughs> Look out for Throwback Madness this Monday. <laughs> Yes, coming to you just a few days from now. Uh, tag team division. We had Jason Jordan <laughs> in, not interfering, but distracting the bar, leading to another loss for them to Titus Worldwide. Which Titus I Worldwide is hot. They are. Um, S- uh, specifically to the third party. <laughs> yes, Seth very upset <laughs> about Jason Jordan not really no, not really doing the things he's supposed to be doing. Uh, Jordan then going to his dad, and th- this might have been my favorite part of the whole show, when he thanked Kurt for like everything he's done for him, and then <laughs> tells him, <laughs> you know, I, I I had my eye on Strowman the whole time, you, and if you he might got not even notice you, me, yeah, you might not even notice me the whole time. Like, you know what, Jason, I didn't notice you. I thought that was hysterical. And then him, on, on behalf of my partner, Seth, it's just really been eating him up that he took that loss last week and you give him a rematch with Finn Balor. And then he does it. Um, enjoyed Seth telling him, I don't mind what you did. I just don't like how you did it. We're partners. You're not my spokesperson. And then we got a pretty good main event between Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. Six capped by oh the return of the curse. The greatest stop. move ever. <laughs> I don't even want to say it was the greatest the move ever. Yeah. But Is that what they're calling it? Yeah. Oh, they're calling it that? The blackout, yeah. I thought they, I thought they were just putting... I'm fine it, with that. I don't care what it's Didn't called. he used to do that as Tyler Blackto? Or no? I thought that's maybe I'm not why. sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's 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 really irrelevant, just the fact that it's back. Yeah. I think they're going to keep calling it the curb stomp, but it was... Or, or they're not, for sure. No, Graves called it the blackout. Oh, he did? He did say that. I didn't know that that was what they were calling the move. Oh, I thought he was saying that Finn blacked out. Oh, <laughs> I, th- I thought, if anything, because I've seen on social media, I thought it might have been like, oh, okay, that's what he called it pre-WWE. I think we should focus he, more on Finn's sell. <laughs> he did sell it really well. I was nervous. I thought, like, me and 6 Five were talking about it on the way here. I thought, like... You started to think, oh, that's why they banned this move. <laughs> no, no, I actually was more concerned with the fact that Joe's not going to be in the Rumble now, and I'm like, oh, geez, so... Joe and Ballard weren't at the Rumble last year, and they're not going to be there both due to injuries right now. And I'm also I'm also watching it like, oh geez, I was like Ball- Ballard is, or I'm sorry, I'm I'm thinking like Rollins is, you know, Rollins just brought this move back that he hasn't done in how long, and he's not going to do it anymore because he injured him. But again, it was a great sell. Ballard's hurt. No, no, no. The cell was the cell was so good. Finn like, is uh, Finn is so good. <laughs> <laughs> Eric I'm just saying, writing up sell- a get well soon okay. card. 
It sell, sell was good. <laughs> it was. It was great to he see. He sold it. that better than he ever sold uh, Joe's chokehold. Mm. Not saying he didn't sell it well. I'm just saying he sold that better. He sold it well. It was great to see that move again. I was very excited about it. Um, I'll tell you what. It happened, and I didn't believe my eyes. I looked. I looked at my right hand, and I looked at the beer that was in my hand, and I said, "Jesus, this stuff is strong." He did. I thought I just saw him do the curb stomp. Did anyone see the still shot they got of the exact moment with Jason Jordan's face in the background? Yeah, incredible. He I love is, the fact that how Jason Jordan set it up. He's like, "Oh, get him, get him!" <laughs> I love that part. Yeah, Jason Jordan. Like I said, my new favorite wrestler. <laughs> so, the backstage segment with them, with him and Seth was great, too. It was like, I saw what's bothering you. <laughs> I love it because it helps so many characters because you got Seamus and Zaro coming out there, and they're chasing him down. And then, if anything, you're like, okay, so is Anderson and Gallows going to have his back, which they did. And they went out there, and they started brawling. And then as Jason Jordan's doing the right thing, he's like, well, just because, you know, they're having my back, I'm not going to go screw his boy. And he goes over there, trips Balor. There's a lot going on. Everyone got some shine in that moment. I mean, you're looking at uh, nine people getting shine and, at 9-7 or and something. And the most important thing is Jason Jordan, the way he evaded getting, getting away from both teams because he was yeah. in the middle of it. He was in the middle of it. The other yeah. thing I liked is clearly he has been way more invested <laughs> in having involvement with Seth and Roman than they have been in having him be a part of what they're doing. Right. Which has been hilarious, and I've loved every second of it. But when the match ended and they were up on this stage and Jason Jordan raised Seth's hand, Seth kind of looked over and smiled at him. So now it's like, is Jason Jordan growing on Seth now? <laughs> like, is he starting to welcome him? It's and I think if he does, that could be the best way to turn him like, let Seth get invested in Jason Jordan and start to be happy that they're partners, and then Jordan can ultimately screw him over. And I don't know if that's what they're going to do, but... Unless they uh, announce it... I'm going to eat my words right now. Unless they an- announce a title match... Or never mind, it's happening at the Rumble. Because uh, I stated weeks back when I was here that they'll lose the belts before the Rumble. So I'm, I, ain't to, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with them. Yeah, I don't think they're going to lose them yet. And I don't know... I really don't know what they're going to do with Jordan as far as, like, the official heel turn. And they may even just decide not to just because everybody seems to be enjoying it so much. Um, And I just think, like, the whole thing with, like, Seth, I feel like whenever Seth gets a win, singles or not, um, that's when he's appreciating them. Because he loved them when they won the titles. Like, he didn't like the idea of tagging with them. But then he goes out there, they won the titles, and then now they're cousins. Yeah, he was happy that, that he got the titles. Um, so, someone better have popped for that. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing in the tag team division, unless anybody had anything else on Finn and Seth, uh, the revival, another squash match. Back back to no flips, just fists. Yeah, and cut another, had a great interview after the match. And they even used the reviled term by WWE standards, <laughs> we're not sports entertainers, we're pro wrestlers. Mm. Do you think they're going to really run with this, that they're going to be like the anti-everything WWE is now? They right. should. They should, because that's what they were based off of. Well, that's what, in NXT, that's what they were based off of, but that, NXT's the wrestling show, WWE's a sports entertainment show. Well, I looked at it like, and uh, maybe I'm wrong. And, and he's the professional NXT analyst. Yeah, so. <laughs> true. Maybe I wasn't looking Thank at you. it <laughs> the right way. We have one of those? <laughs> I looked at it like Check they were. Tag. <laughs> I looked at it like they were the anti, like high spot guys. 
That's kind of how I like, looked at it too. But again, not necessarily the anti sports entertainment guys, but I love the idea that like WWE has become this thing. And I like the idea of them being the anti everything that WWE is. F the revival. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, from um, their pre NXT tag title reign, a lot of their promos are so far from my knowledge. So some of that um, isn't like fresh in my head. But I don't recall them, and I was always a fan of what they were doing. But I don't recall them ever going out there and saying, "I'm not a sports entertainer. I'm I'm a pro wrestler." That I was. Maybe they did. Maybe they has that, but. That, I thought, was gold. I mean, I popped for that. I'm in my living room marking out. Again, it wasn't as much beer in my hand. I wasn't looking at it, but I was like, yeah, they're doing something cool with that. <laughs> and, and again, it's one of those things. Both guys suffered an injury. Uh, injury. They got to do smart stuff with them right away. Yeah, you can't waste any time. You were going to say something? No. Oh, okay. Um, women's division. <clears throat> what do you guys think of Nia versus Asuka? Eh. I... I I've been going back and forth whether I hate the ending or not. I don't hate the ending only because, one, I, I didn't think this was a match that they needed to do. Um, they didn't, and then, so, after Asuka uh, beats the champ, it makes sense to do it. I'm happy it went as long as it did because I thought they were going to do some corny disqualification countout before we went to that that um, chair, um, sorry, the step spot. Mm-hmm. But it's one thing. I mean, it kept both of them looking strong. You know, uh, Nia sold, sold the injury. I wish they did a little more with the promo in the back with Enzo. That was so good. I wish when uh, Alexa left, they did a little tongue swap or something. But they keep, <laughs> they're a little too PJ. Yeah, uh, I could do without it. It's so funny. I would, ra- I would <laughs> rather sucks. watch that Crow Marty show. And watch, <laughs> and watch Enzo on TV. Yeah. <laughs> With his 12 kids? Yeah, Antonio Cromartie. I'd rather watch Antonio Cromartie or whatever his name is. It is Antonio uh-huh. Cromartie. It's not Dominique Rogers Cromartie. It's Antonio Cromartie. Yeah. I, like you and Donovan. No. <laughs> no, no. Way off. <laughs> but no, I'd rather watch that show than watch Enzo on Raw. <laughs> Let's, does anyone got any more comments on... Asuka and I, because I feel like I'm the only one that said anything about No, I love the backstage segment, because that was great, because Alexa's still panicking. She's like, oh, my God. It's like, I thought you were beating I, but I guess you can't. Yeah. 6-5, <laughs> anything about the match? No, no, no. Big Asuka fan. Glad she lasted as long as she did. Well, then here, I got to say something, since we're on the topic of Enzo. And he was on Raw. I don't know what happened where was um, the real Cruiserweight champion. I need oh. you to say it. The real. <laughs> After they they jumped him and Tony Nice em, embarrassed uh, Tony Nice got embarrassed by Enzo and Gulak and a bunch of those other jabronis and now he's back there running with him again. What the hell is wrong with him? I don't know. Um, Broke my heart. I mean, it's bad enough that I hate Enzo, but the fact that I hate that. I they, mean, there you, there they, you go. WWE burying people. They <laughs> they buried Nice and then they put Nice back with him. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, I, I, again, I, I haven't watched 205 in months, but I don't know if something happened where... You listening to WWE? We haven't listened in months. <laughs> or we haven't watched in months. Yeah, I give them the title. That, that, honest, that pissed me off. I saw them come out together. I, I wish they would have been having a match against each other instead. I just wish Tony can just leave and come back home. Yeah, come on back home. Come back home. Yeah, to House of Hardcore House is in nine Hardcore. days, Tony nine days. Come back I'm where sure. you're loved. Yeah, send, you're, you'll be booked right there. Yeah, send t- There's a tournament for a... Um, 
House of Hardcore title. V- vacant House of Hardcore Ooh. television title. Mm-hmm. And you, you would fit great in that tournament. Tournament starts huh. at House of Hardcore that I won't be attending, but you guys will. <laughs> Whack. Uh, I enjoyed the match. I It almost felt like a video game fight to me, like the two monsters of the women's division on Raw. Uh, but I just felt like it shouldn't. There's no need for it. It didn't need to be on Raw. Um, locker room segment was, was what it was. And why is Sasha Banks losing in three minutes clean to Sonya Deville? <laughs> to a kick in the ribs. <laughs> Did anybody else have a problem with that besides me? Yeah, huge problem. It made minimal sense. I, I just don't get it. What? That was my, what is this? I, I, I thought I missed something when I saw this. Like, oh, did I accidentally fast forward through the no, first? No, because I, I, I was dozing off, and I'm like, oh, I really didn't miss, it, miss anything. Yeah, it, it was it was ridiculous. I, I don't I'll understand I'll be honest, it. Troy threw a temper tantrum. I didn't get to start Raw until late. I, I definitely fast-forwarded through that whole match. Well, you didn't miss, you didn't miss any, much. Except yeah. Mickey James in the shorts, again. Yeah, I, I just don't get why Why was Sasha the one that had to take I had a better off. view of her in her shorts when she was at House of Hardcore. Well, because they basically ran every combination of those six they can for the last two months. Speaking of those six, what do you guys think about the reports? Is it now five? Of what? Is Paige ever going to wrestle again? I I don't know. I mean, everything injury, I right? saw was that she wouldn't, but I don't know. So this isn't a Ronnie versus the world? It's not. Oh, okay. You I, it, I've kind of come to expect this. Of what? The like, fan, IWC blaming Sasha? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because this... Oh, they're they're, no, not, no. Even, that, they're yeah. not even worth my time. Yeah. No, no. Oh, no. Like, Stop. Like, they, they, they did that spot 100,000 no, times. No, it's not even that. She all she did was kick her in the back. It, it was scripted that way. Yeah, it, it was because they did that spot the night before. They said, "It's like it's like get a life." Like honestly, like that, like you're sitting there blaming Sasha for that, and like get a life. Like, have you ever watched wrestling before? Yeah, I can understand. Like, for example, the whole sexy star thing mm-hmm. where she was inadvertently would choke her on purpose. Yeah, that's that's different. Sasha kicked her in the back, and she and she fell wrong. And you're sitting there blaming Sasha for that, like that's reasons why, um, social media is like a gift and a curse because it's more of a curse. Yeah. And like we all like, like the like the, the like our slogan on the show, like we like we like we're for the fans. Like everybody has an opinion. Everybody watches wrestling differently. Wrestling is subjective. But it's like we don't like that's not what we like to stand for. Like that stuff is like ridiculous. Like, you're really blaming a human being for that when it was clearly obvious. We had nothing to do. There was a, there wasn't even a strike to her neck, and you really blame her for that? Like really, really? And people like really coming at her head for a bunch of nothing, blaming her for all that stuff. Are you serious? I've gone out of my way to not pay attention to it. I knew it was like a thing. I didn't. I went out of my way not to really see it as much as I could. Like so, to anyone who is making that claim, the best thing I can say is go down to your mom's basement. <laughs> Go log on to Twitter or a message board, complain about Roman Reigns and talk about work rate, and <laughs> and forget about Sasha Banks and Paige. Like yeah, and then they'll talk about Roman Reigns being shut down and through. I saw that I did see that today. Somebody said Roman Reigns getting shut down and through. I'm like, okay, how many times has AJ Styles won? Right. How many titles title has AJ Styles won in the last year and a half? How many titles has Roman won? How many yeah. matches has Roman won? You can't give me an answer. Right. He's gonna shut down your throat. Oh, well, he can't cut a promo. What? F- There's only five people that can cut a promo out of face. Yeah, if nobody that. can. And not to mention, 
He's gotten better at it. Exactly. And they've gotten a little better at, like, knowing how to use him on the microphone. So, yeah, it, it's stupid. Th- those people are what's wrong with wrestling. Yeah. They're everything that's wrong about pro wrestling. And when I started this, I said, like, I want this show to be, like, representative of everyone. I've changed my mind. <laughs> those people are cut out of what we represent. <laughs> you're not welcome. If you're listening to this show and you're blaming Sasha Banks for, like Alo said, a scripted move that happened in a match, like, go listen to another show. We, we don't need you here. Um, See you later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else from Raw that anyone wants well, to get um, into? Did you give your thoughts on Paige in general? In general, whether she's going to wrestle again or not? Well, how, like, your feelings, thoughts, all the, all the above. I don't know if she's going to wrestle again. I know that they're a very cautious company, and my feeling may be landing somewhere around. If she does wrestle again, it will be somewhere other than there. And then the only other thoughts I have other than that is she's only like 25 years old. It's a shame to see Mm -hmm. everything that she went through in the past, whatever it was, year and a half, to come back just to have this happen pretty much right away, especially when I think they were actually going to try to do something with her. It's just a shame, and it's, it's sad to see, and... Hopefully it is not the end of the line for her. That's that's really all I, all yeah, I can say because I don't know. Yeah, same here because she's. I don't think she, her birthday's not even to the to August, so she's not she didn't even hit twenty five yet. And they're saying that she's taking it hard and and being naive about it. But it's like if it's over, it's over. But it's hard to believe that your career's over at twenty four at twenty four twenty five years old. I'm, if she wrestles, I wouldn't be shocked if if outside WWE, but WWE's not going to clear. Right, that's kind of how I feel. It seems like she's in, like, Daniel Bryan territory. I'm not trying to be malicious or rude or anything here. I mean, it's definitely unfortunate. I wish no pain, no sadness, uh, or anyone when it comes to health. I wasn't looking forward to her coming back and her trying to have, like, some triumphant return and be a champion or win the first women's rumble. I wasn't looking forward to that, and I was hoping that wasn't a way it would go. Uh, you figure they have so many people with the company that females that have been there for years and years and years, and, you know, they're another hand, they're someone to fill a spot. That's where I wanted to see her at. I, again, it's unfortunate. I, again, I'm not trying to sound rude. It's, I'm, not, I'm not losing sleep over it. I'm not thinking it's uh, a huge necessarily, you know, something missing. She's been gone for how long? She's been back for a cup of coffee, so... Again, it does suck. I don't yeah. wish nothing bad on her. No, you're not a fan of her, but you don't want to see her not be able to wrestle anymore. 6-5, is your thought on uh, Pagey? Um, yeah, neck injuries usually aren't anything to mess around with. Mm-hmm. Um, to Ron's point, though, WWE isn't always as cautious with injuries as <laughs> you'd like to think. Um, but, um, yeah, her whole situation's weird anyway with the leaving and coming back. And kind of doing, like, her own thing. The Alberto Del Rio stuff. And like, social media crazy. Just, like, saying whatever she wants. So that that was kind of weird. Um, I don't know. She's a good in-ring in, in, uh, wrestler. So, I mean, if she comes back, you know, more power to her. I think she'll put on some good matches. But I definitely don't see her making a big triumph for return. No. I Like, she had a tumultuous year. This is obviously would be, like, a rough end to it, but, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yeah. I haven't heard anything conclusive. She's still on TV mm. for the time being anyway, so I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, the other big story, uh, I guess we could call this Ronnie versus the world. Here we go. 
the fur, the headlining <laughs> Hall of Fame <laughs> inductee. Woo! Uh, William Goldberg. So, I think Alo made this comment a little earlier about CM Punk, like people saying he might be overrated, and it's like you're really only as good as they make you. William is definitely a good example of someone who was just as good as they made him. The guy had no personality. <laughs> he had no character. He couldn't talk on a microphone. Yes. He couldn't wrestle. Right. He couldn't do any of the things you're supposed to be able to do as a professional wrestler. Not one skill. Order, order. There was not one skill that uh, that, it, that is required. Oh, wait, of a, is, this, is this Ronnie versus the world? This is Ronnie uh, versus I'm the just, world. I'm just making sure. Just we're, making sure. We're just, live. We're live. Just making sure. There's not one skill required of a professional wrestler that he possessed. Then or now... Or later. So he's basically going to the Hall of Fame because some idiot at WCW decided we're going to make him go 173-0. To me, he's not transcendent. To me, he's not important. To me, he means nothing. To me, he does not belong in the Hall of Fame. He didn't belong at WrestleMania last year. He didn't belong holding a universal championship that should have been gone should have been going to Chris Jericho. <laughs> So, William Goldberg, you can go in the Hall of Fame all you want, um, but as far as I'm concerned, you're not a Hall of Famer. I would have popped if you were like, William Goldberg, you can kiss my ass! He can. I mean, he knows that. He blocked me on Twitter because I called him out for, for talking about CM Punk taking a spot that someone else earned on a UFC card. When he took a title that someone else earned. When he took a spot on WrestleMania that someone else earned. When he took his spot in the Hall of Fame that someone else earned. So, William Goldberg, that's really all I have to say about you. Anyone else have any thoughts? Yeah, my thing is, like, I understand um, what, everything you're saying, but my th- once again, the IWC, they, they're complaining like the WWE Hall of Fame isn't, isn't commercial when it really is. Like, like, what are you complaining about? Like, Coco Beware's in the Hall of Fame. I, I, yeah. think, I think you can all... I think we can all, if you... Pull a list up. I'm sorry, you won't agree with this. There's multiple people every year that you're like, well, why is this person exactly? Going I'll but, say there's without a doubt there's got to be 20 people in there that Goldberg. When you think of drawing and the the fact is there's people that don't watch wrestling or haven't watched wrestling since 1999 that know who Goldberg is, and because of that buzz and what he did in a way, maybe he does deserve it. He doesn't. <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe, maybe he does, but he he definitely doesn't. Yeah, but and it's it's just like like we said, the like, Bushwhackers who again, when you listen to Throwback Madness in uh, a week, who were known for jobbing, they deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, and Goldberg doesn't. Well, uh, my point is not to decide everyone who's in there who doesn't deserve to be. My point is. That's not a Hall of Famer. That's definitely not a headlining Hall of Famer to me. Headlining, I'll definitely say one thing. I was very interested in going because I've, again, since I got back into the product, I've always watched every year I I watch that Hall of Fame. If I don't watch it when it happens, I watch it that weekend. And I was looking forward to being there for one. And then once it was, you know, the spoiler was there three weeks ago and that he would headline it. I lost some interest I, as I don't hate him nowhere near as much as you do. Uh, I can sit back and, you know, because of the fandom. And I remember, again, I was more into WWF, but I 
I remember tuning in, my brother's flipping the channel and uh, tuning in for a little bit of that NWO stuff and then tuning in for a little bit of uh, what Goldberg was doing. I remember hit, watching his uh, match against DDP or Nitro at the beach because they give it to you for free the next night. I remember that. So having those memories of him, yeah, it makes sense for him to be there. But I look at it like Macho Man didn't headline the year Diesel went in. So you're telling me, you know, I'm, and again, I'm a fan of Kevin Nash, but you're telling me Diesel goes in above, above Macho Man Randy Savage? If Goldberg's going in, put him in. Rumor is that the Dudley boys are going in. The Dudley boys should be headlining over Goldberg, and I can see to an extent at least they got a tremendous, tremendous WWF career in comparison, but I don't hate that he's going in. I think it's deserved. Number 25 on the Raw Moments. Was what? Bo uh, Ray putting May Young through the table. Oh, okay. I thought it had something to do with William. Yeah, no, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but like like Eric said, it's... Yeah, like, he was number three. Like Eric said, like... Good sell by May Young at like 80. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Like Eric said, it's all... It's all like... You are what the company creates you. Like all the greatest... Some of the greatest workers aren't even revered as quote-unquote big Tom Hall of Famers and it would never, wouldn't be headliners. But Goldberg is it. He's had moments. He might not have been the, the greatest worker, but he's had moments and... Since this whole IWC thing is fairly new, since since the internet became a really big thing, and with like Facebook, social media, Instagram, and then Instagram and Twitter, it's like, what the, what the hell do you think WWE Hall of Fame is? So here's my thing. One, I, I don't agree that he's had moments. Uh, <laughs> well, we know we know you're not going to agree with anything I say, but Goldberg and. Has. I understand that it's commercial, like obviously based on people that have gotten in there and some people who have been kept out. Like I I understand it's really not a merit-based Hall of Fame. But I just look at him like, and you guys have heard me talk about my allegiance with WWF during the Monday Night Wars. To me, it's like a slap in the face that that guy's headlining a WWE Hall of Fame class because he was like enemy number one. Yeah. So that is a big part of why it disgusts me to see him headline the WWE <laughs> Hall of Fame class. Understandable. Um, but he, there's nothing I could do to stop him from getting in there. Maybe I could. I don't. Maybe we'll see. I'll be there. Call Brian. I'll. <laughs> yeah, Brian is listening to this. I don't know how much pull he has on the Hall of Fame. Maybe I can hatch some kind of plan to pull off at, in New Orleans to keep him from going into the Hall of Fame. Maybe I'll induct myself into the Hall of Fame instead. <laughs> um, so SmackDown. Guys look similar. Yeah, so SmackDown, again, he wishes he looked like <laughs> um, So SmackDown, WWE Championship picture, really not a big focus on the show this week. Was the title there? It was there. AJ did an interview with Renee oh, Young. Oh, yeah, yeah, he did. He did where he did. coined the phrase Cammy for Kevin and Sammy. Um... <laughs> That was it, really, for the, the title picture. Cammy wasn't there. We didn't see Sami Zayn. We didn't see Kevin Owens outside of a video package. The night was really built around the United States Championship Tournament. We had Jinder defeating Xavier Woods in the first semifinal. We had Bobby Roode defeating Mojo Rowley in the other semifinal. And then after the Singh brothers destroyed Bobby Roode after his win... Jinder came out and mocked Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode challenged him to the final that very night, and Daniel Bryan made the match. Uh, I do want to make one one of my, maybe the highlight of SmackDown for me was 
the New Day rolling their R's like the Singh Brothers and Jinder Mahal. <laughs> I thought it was incredible. They went so far over the top with it. And I did couldn't it for do it. So I tried. Long. I thought it was hysterical. It made me laugh. I felt like of all the guys involved in this tournament, Xavier deserved it more than anybody. That's who I wanted to see win that title. Bobby Roode wins his first main roster title, though. When the ride here is six five, I was like, eh, it seems like judging by the group text, uh, I'm the only one that um, enjoyed the results from my last night. Glorious. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, I don't think that's really what it is. I think it's just that everyone was really pulling for Xavier. That's part. Honestly, I, I didn't really care about this at all. I've really got grown bored with Bobby Roode, which is a shame. Um, Face crap. Um, yeah, like Jinder is not doing it. Mojo not doing it. Uh, I, I, this the fact that this was what the whole show was about just really made the whole show fall flat. Well, it was me. it was refreshing to see that instead of watching Shane and Brian go at it for two hours. That's true, um, because we didn't get any of that. Um, I don't know. Were you guys happy with the way the U.S. Championship tournament played out? Bobby Roode. Left I don't even just mean who won, like the in its entirety. Did you enjoy it? Well, I don't. The other thing, uh, not to cut you off, because I just asked you a question, but like, <laughs> who won? Who needs to see Jinder Mahal have two matches in one night? Well, time, time out. All right, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. So, in regards to how it played out, Jinder Mahal didn't win, so I am happy. I will say that first and foremost. I'm happy because he doesn't have a championship. Uh, he won't be on a focal point next week. You would, you would think to some extent, but. I, again, I think I turned SmackDown on. I was behind, so I was fast-forwarding. You know, was it noted on social media? Because, again, the the finals are supposed to happen at the Rumble. I, I do understand they did the thing. I, I guess I'm kind of putting my foot in my mouth because um, Bobby Roode says, you know, we, we could do it tonight rather than, I think, next week when yeah. it was originally supposed to happen at the Rumble. So I guess next week is when we see the return of Ziggler, and Ziggler mentions something. Again, this is what we've all been calling since – Day one, first first time this tournament was announced. Right. Yeah. I mean, that, so you you know it ends, and it's cool. If you like Bobby Roode, you should be real happy for him. If you've been a fan of him prior to NXT, you should be even happier for him. But I mean, it's one of those things. It's just like, all right, this is cool, but this is it. Because what's going to happen next week? Next week there should be two U.S. titles running around. Yeah. <coughs> uh, Day, I know you clearly are a Bobby Roode guy. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, you at least I, like them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I didn't like the rest of the field. I guess I liked. I I understand that everybody wanted Xavier to win. But what do you? How long do you think he holds on to this title? Do you think this is like an extended run, or do you think he doesn't have it like by the end of January or? Yeah, by February? I, I think it's a short run. I don't think he's a United States kind of guy. Actually, it would have been interesting to see Jinder win it because I I always like to see the the non-American have the United States title. To see what they can do with it, especially because how good he was a heel with the the um, the real championship. So he was what? Time out. You enjoyed that? What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> you enjoyed him as WWE champion? I enjoy like like a, a foreigner, if you will, with like uh, like the United States. Oh, what, you mean the WWE? Yeah, championship? you were saying, you just your words were he was such a good heel as you know the real world champion. Yeah, it's pretty good. You enjoyed it, okay? Who didn't enjoy it? It was different. I, I didn't. Oh wow. Okay. He was different. I, <laughs> I like. I'm a big fan of different. You know. I, so. I am too, but it's like, uh, yeah. There's uh, we all like different, but then there's. Uh, 
if I'm going shopping for cereal, I might try something new. But the next morning, I'm not going to squeeze ketchup in my bowl and say, all right, this is going to be good with milk. That was huh. just a bad choice. Yeah. It's not the greatest comparison, but it's just what I came yeah. up with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Horrible comparison, but... It's terrible. <laughs> well, me and Ron... Eric hated this from the beginning. Me and Ron gave it a chance for months. And mm-hmm. after the second month, we was like, we're done with this. I did like it for a while because he was getting real heat, which yeah. not a lot of heels get. Um, I liked how they had the fake... News from India pouring in. Well, like, I, yeah. India was so into him being the champion. Like, that didn't give I think the thing, yeah. <laughs> after, after the Punjabi prison match, that's when it really went downhill. Uh, yeah. And I'll that's when you, I, I'll, I'll give you that. That's when but that, more that was longer happened. than two weeks. No, no, but see, but we, me and Ron gave it a chance. So the Eric, hey, the, Eric sold the belt the day that he won the title. <laughs> <laughs> the same night, two minutes later, he sold the, the, the belt. Right. But me and Ron's like, okay. Like, he, he was presentable. Well, he had the magic carpet or other yeah. stuff. After the Punjabi prison, I wanted to give it a chance, but then there was like so much stuff that happened with the prison match, and then they did no follow up on it. Yeah, yeah, you got to bring Kali back for like the next Raw or whatever. <laughs> I guess it was, was it SmackDown. Was it not, SmackDown? Yeah, yeah. Since yeah. the brand split, that belt's yeah, yeah, been on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought him winning the U.S. Championship Chick-fil-A would have been head crazy. a better yeah. role for him. It's these. Like yeah, it, I always said he should. He should have. He, 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 he should have been. He should have been in the mid card from Jump Street. Yeah, they they took a shot. With let's bring this guy to nowhere. Yeah. It's a land of opportunity. His shot wasn't as good as six fives shot to the trash can. Over. No, though. Well, who's this? Not many people. No, not yes. many. Um, women's division, another six woman tag. Like I'm, the way that the women's division has been portrayed on Raw and SmackDown the last few weeks. I can't wait till two, this, two months till this women's rumble is over. Yeah, because this is so dumb. This. It's not even interesting. It's really not. They've done nothing. They've, like I said, they've, they've dragged out every combination of tags and one-on-ones between the same six women for two months. On both shows. On both shows. The only thing good that's been going on has been Raw doing Asuka, at least still some little bit of credibility. Yeah, because right. Raw has two storylines, at least. But SmackDown doesn't. And that's, the, and that's been the second part. And then they have these Royal Rumble promos, which were all horrible. They were so bad. Liv Morgan, it was so bad. So, so quick question, and obviously I know we're not, you know, this isn't the go-home show before the Rumble, but does this mean neither women's championship is going to be defended at the Rumble, right? I'm assuming Paige and Oscar will have a match. I mean, not, not Paige. Um, Oscar and Alexa will have a match either on Monday or on R- Monday or at, or at the Rumble. That's what I'm assuming because Oscar's beat Alexa. She took out Nia, so... Alexa's all by herself now. Then Alexa could do what Roman did last year. She could drop the title, and then she'd show up in the Rumble match. She could, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, I hope this Rumble ends up being decent. Yeah, I do, too. I don't... I'm not feeling great about it. I'm not... And then, like... Do you know how pissed Laugh's going to be when Steph wins? (laughs) (laughs) Or Ronda? Oh, he's going to flip. Who's officially signed as of now? Yeah, I don't think she's going to be in the Rumble, though. And then, um... Well, they got to have a big pop, don't they? And then, like, yeah. they're, they're more... I thought con- me being in attendance is the pop or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're more confirmed um, women's women coming to Raw 25. Uh, J- Jacqueline's going to be there. Terry Reynolds, Tori Wilson. Trish is going to be there. I can't wait to her to meet Mandy Rose and do the whole <laughs> Spider-Man thing. I don't know what dirt sheets you guys listen to, but 6-5 might be in the Rumble. Really? Yeah. The women throwing your name in the hat? No, <laughs> the men's patch. Yeah. Well, that's a relief. I hope you I hope you draw a good number. I'm going for, yeah. I'm going for the record to get thrown out. <laughs> yeah, so so we have See, I I mean, you 
Pat says you hope you get a good number. I mean, if you get six or five, I guess it's a win either way. But yeah, true. Win, win. Yeah, so like, there's no tell. Like I said, I already, I'm sure the Bells will try to get into this Rumble because WWE's gonna want them in there. Um, Jacqueline's a name. I know Michelle McCool is confirmed for Raw on Monday. I'm s- Kelly Kelly's gonna be there on Raw Monday. I'm sure you'll get mm. a handful of these women Kelly that's Kelly. gonna be there, mm. on, be there Monday for the Rumble. Santino. Santino. <laughs> Trisha Leader also now noted for Leader's I don't know if we'll Leader, but Trisha's Trisha no knock to Leader. I'm just want Trisha to be in the rumble. I want her to win. Top twenty five moment. That'd be crazy if she won. Yeah. It'll always be it. hey, the commentary always puts it over. It'd be I crazy need, if the person returning wins. I need yeah. I, I need Pamela Anderson, Trisha Ass, and Mandy Rose. <laughs> all in the same place. All in the same, same, place, same, same place, time. time. Grandmother, mother, never, daughter. <laughs> never been seen. I think I said the same bed at the same time. Uh, that's pretty funny. I'll pause Ron. I'll just sit there. <laughs> That's enough for you. I'll wake up, wake up on Tuesday. What are you still doing downstairs? <laughs> I ain't finished Raw yet. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for the, the women's division to be released from the... the cl- I'm ready for the chains to be off of the women's division and the women's rumble to be over. Mm. Um, tag teams, the only thing that happened was Gable and uh, Benjamin attacked the Usos. That, that really was it. Like I feel like there was not a whole hell of a lot that happened on SmackDown. Yeah, well, all about the U.S. title. Uh, do we expect good go home shows next week? No, Raw, Raw, Raw's been way better than SmackDown, and that's saying a lot. Yeah. Do you think it's deliberate? Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of strange because, like I said, we've been sitting here talking about Shane and Bryan for weeks, and Raw has actually been actually consistent even without the Miz. They were really consistent for the last few weeks. Yeah. So very surprisingly, without the Miz. Yeah, I was shocked that Raw was actually pretty good without Miz. Yeah. <laughs> I'm usually shocked when. That you got a good raw show without the Miz. I'm shocked my <laughs> headphones are still in my head. So, like, I, I expect better from Raw, but this, even for the men's Raw Rumble match, it's not even any good lead up to that. It's all about the whole you know Braun thing. I'll tell you what, Braun by himself, and then just the whole Brian Shane thing. I'll tell yeah. you what, they put the Miz. Back with this Intercontinental title next week. I hope Raw doesn't go another 25 years. <laughs> it's be fire. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what's going to happen with that match. I mean, I'm cool with whoever Great ends up price. with the title after that match, though. Um, Anything about uh, last excitement about Brian being the quote unquote odds-on favorite to win? I didn't. I wasn't aware of that until I saw that text. Um, He's legitimately the favorite. There's an article saying Brian's favorite to win the Royal Rumble. Uh, well, all right, well, then good. If we're going to go over that, I love, or I saw a different article on who's the second. The first favorite is Shinsuke, who's been the, the rumor for a while. First rumor was that a SmackDown person was going to win. Now, we talked about this with Survivor Series when we were talking about the men's Five on five versus the women's five on five. Oh, okay, well, the women's. If, for instance, if Raw wins the women's, SmackDown's going to win the yeah. men's. Obviously, I'm thinking if Asuka is going to be in the match, she has to win. If not, Nia. They have too many dominant people on on Raw. Where it seems like it makes sense that someone from Raw is going to win the women's match. I saw a dirt sheet saying the second favorite person to win is Ziggler. He, oh. he was up there. He was in the top three. But then Laugh sent me that article about Daniel Bryan. I saw the, somebody made a YouTube video about it. Is Daniel Bryan like a dark horse to win the Royal Rumble? I will lose my because the re- I, I, will, I will lose my shirt. The aver- be, I will be there streaking. Because the, adverti- <laughs> the advertisement for uh, Fastlane. When we were there three years ago, he was 30 and 
botched. Cause, he was in and out. Because the advertisement for Fastlane is a fatal five-way with Owen, Zayn, AJ, Nakamura, Randy. So that would mean Nakamura wouldn't win the Rumble because he'll get a match with a title at Fastlane. Yeah. But but they could always change that. But that's been that's the message being advertised for the past month. I mean, I would love it if Daniel Bryan won. I love Laugh's point of like he'd be that'd be awesome. I wish I was didn't even hear that part. Reliving you know reliving WrestleMania 30 in New Orleans. I think it would be great. Obviously, the crowd would love it in Philadelphia. It would almost be like a redo for WWE. <laughs> like how, <laughs> how, how great would it be for Roman to win twice in Philly? In oh my oh, God, geez. would I love it! <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, I <laughs> I don't mean to bring it up to you. I, I don't even I can't even describe to you how happy that would make me. How how mad the fans would be in that arena. Oh, I would love it. Uh it would be great though to see Brian be in the Rumble and to win it. That would probably be like the early contender for story of the year in 2018. So you don't you want it like in a Ziggler one. I would, of course I would hate it, you know that. You're so iffy on him. You're like back and forth. I think he's very good. I think he's. I think he just is terribly booked. There's nothing. I mean, besides his booking, he is terribly booked. But I think he tries too hard to emulate Shawn Michaels, and it's it. Can you're you not, blame him per the storyline? Well, yes, because he's not Shawn Michaels. Like I get it, athletically, he could do all this stuff that Michaels did, and maybe even more. They both wear tights, but wait a minute, they both he does got not, long hair. Yeah, but he doesn't have like the charisma or personality or anything like HBK did. Do we talk about this? They both briefly wore an NWO shirt. <laughs> talk about what? <laughs> I'm glad you reacted. No, we did not talk about that. Wow. Oh, well, we oh, got no, a question about that. Question. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, do you want to get to the other listener question? Yeah, well, oh, and then also. Aaron, hold on. If Ziggler won, you'd hate it? I, I'll be in the middle. Think of King of Prussia. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in the middle because it's like, like what Ron says, like. I was a fan of Dolph Ziggler when he was the show off, yeah. and for the past two years he's done nothing. And so, so the way I look at it, I remember we were all together last year when Orton won. Only thing I liked about it is no one. We were like I said earlier before we were on the air. It was ten or twelve of us. No one there thought Orton was going to win. So I liked it because of that. Every other reason I hated it. The match it led to, I hated. He's already won the Rumble. He's already won world titles more than ten times. He did not need this. I, I ideally don't want to see someone win this Rumble that has already won a Rumble. Ideally in a dream world. And that's why I like the idea of Ziggler. And then Ziggler also has never won the WWE Championship. So if you're telling me he could win the Rumble, he's never done that, and he'll be in a match for a WWE title, I love the idea of it. That's... That's my liking. Yeah, because the thing with Randy last year, he, he, the bet, he, the last, the last day on Sunday, he became the winner, the leader in the betting odds, which was shocking because I couldn't believe it because I was like, show me where to bet. I'm betting for Ziggler. I was, like, I was like, I was like, you're really gonna put him against Bray Wyatt because you knew that that's what's gonna that that was that um what it was leading to. And another thing, I don't know if you guys really care, but EC3 he canceled his event that night. I saw that. So it's a it's a chance he may end up in the Royal Rumble. Who so, is this? EC3. Oh, okay. Dixie Carter's n- nephew. Yeah. <laughs> so what, now you're saying you think he's going to win. No, I'm not saying he's going to win. I'm just saying possibly he'd be in the Rumble. Possibly could be in it. Be in it. All right, so another question from Donovan. Donovan New Nation. Donnie, Gar- Donnie Wrestling. Donnie Mundo. The man Donnie Gravity Delaware. Remembered. 
Donnie Luchador. Uh, <laughs> Donnie of the first date. All right. Out of the new signees, Ricochet, War Machine, and Candice LeRae, who do you think will go direct to the main roster or NXT? Huh? <laughs> who, who are they again? I'm sorry. Candice LeRae, War Machine, Ricochet. Who will go directly to the main roster? None of them. They're no, all going to go yeah. to NXT. Yeah, they're Zero. all NXT. So I yeah. think they're all in NXT, yeah. I think Ricochet will be 205 Live, if anything. Because mm, yeah. they, they need it. I, yeah. I think, if anything, and hopefully... And he, he should win the title immediately. It, that would be the smartest thing they could do, but I know he said publicly before that he doesn't want right. to end up there. He told us that, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. At, at um, House of Hardcore. Yeah, at the at ECW Arena, right after his match. Mm-hmm. Well, if he's not, then hopefully NXT will actually be good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he'll be great in 205, but I mean, it'll just... It, as good as he will be, it just won't be good enough. Mm-hmm. Where he'll be landing. War Machine needs the tag titles too. Yeah, cause I think they'll take AOP spot because I think AOP will end up coming up soon. Oh, you think so? Yeah. If wow. since War Machines will be in NXT because they're kind of the same and thing. And on their own or start something with Roman? Mm-hmm. But it would be smart. They, they they could be the team to bounce them out. Who War Machine? Yeah, that that could be their farewell match. Put War Machine in there and they bounce AOP out. Yeah. And then uh, we got a question from the Godfather podcast, Joe Lafferty. All right. My God, I hope this Daniel Bryan rumor is legit. <laughs> also, I like to, I like to give a shout out to that fake fan made Young Bucks poster showing Omega versus Punk. So my question is, which match would you rather see and why? Bryan versus Styles at Mania or Omega versus Punk at All In? Um, I would like to take this one first. Um, as much as I would love to see Brian and AJ would be awesome in a WWE ring, and I have been on the record as saying, like, if, if Daniel Bryan makes his comeback, I think he even asked, like, would you rather see the return of Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan? And my feeling was I want to see Daniel Bryan because your WWE story, like, it didn't get to finish being told, and I would like to see that. Um, but you guys also know my current vendetta with WWE and how much I love that the Bullet Club is, like, rubbing their noses in it at every turn. And I would love to see them get uh, Omega and CM Punk on their show because that would be the most talked about match in 2018 for CM Punk to make his return to pro wrestling. I got to jump all over this. There's obviously no question which way I'm going. Omega Punk, um, it could be Adam Page and CM Punk. It could be Cody Rhodes and CM Punk. It could be CM Punk and Daniel Bryan. James Ellsworth and CM Punk. (laughs) Uh, Maybe not that. (laughs) But, no, I mean, you put a match that makes sense. Put Punk in it at this all-in. Rumor has it Chicago is going to be the venue. They've been the Bullet Club has been kissing up to CM Punk for years, all it, leading to this no, one moment. No, <laughs> I'll be honest. The reason I go kind of full circle with this, I I think September first is weeks, if not a full month, before Brian's contract expires. But maybe if Cody has any, you know, any type of relationship with Punk, and he can get him there. Supposedly, even if Punk doesn't wrestle, get him there, and then maybe they do an all-in two, and they go to Chicago again, and he can start a storyline. Daniel Bryan, we've been in the ring before. We've been in, you know, let's 
let's do it again. You want to wrestle? I'll wrestle again. All in too. Let's go to Chicago. Let's go wherever. I, I, I think it's possible. Hey, look, I, I said it earlier. I marked out. He was on. He was number two for the top twenty-five moments of Raw history. Twenty-five years. Punk's doing something with wrestling this year, or at least I'm dreaming. Maybe I'm. <laughs> maybe I had too many of these beers already. Either way, isn't that water? <laughs> Yeah, can you refill that? <laughs> that is water. Had too much of that H2O. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to go with uh, Punk Omega because AJ versus Brian wouldn't do anything for wrestling. And we keep talking about how we want wrestling to grow as a whole so WWE could be forced to change and actually be on their P's and Q's. And Omega versus Punk would do that. Remember, this is the first time somebody's actually going. <laughs> nice. So uh, this is the first time somebody's actually going out, talent's actually going out their way to, to seat a 10,000 arena venue for their own for their own personal wrestling event and that will get the buzz around it and like people haven't seen CM Punk wrestle in years and people in CM Punk's quarter saying he probably won't ever wrestle again and Kenny versus Kenny Omega if you put him against Kenny Omega probably the biggest star in, in wrestling today even even over WWE guys that will actually put butts in seats and actually get people in the wrestling world talking because Especially the, like the WWE fans and the independent fans, they want to see CM Punk no matter what. They'll, they'll remember like, CM Punk. Like him or hate him, people are going to tune in for that. Right, yeah. it'll be a huge story. Yeah, yeah. The, my thing, the only problem is, will you probably see don't see it on live streams or whatever or DVD sales? Yeah, but it wouldn't be a threat to WWE because it won't be televised more than likely. But it's actually something to actually like get buzz on buzz but, on another product and actually do more for the wrestling world. That. It's also a guarantee those 10,000 seats sell. Well, no matter what, even if you got Punk, even if you didn't get Punk, no, there's no doubt those seats will sell. Dude, you know, if they're, yeah, if they're in a city like Chicago or Philadelphia, sell. like a wrestling hotbed city they, or New York, they'll sell those 10,000 seats. But I think the 10,000 seats will be filled. I don't know if all of them will sell. I think they will sell. I'm sure they'll be more affordable. And pl- pl- the Bucks and the Bullet Club, they've... They've created their own their own brand as as themselves, so they can sell that arena with no problem. I have no doubt about that. I'd be surprised if they didn't. Um, Michael J, Daniel Bryan, and AJ, or Kenny Omega versus CM Punk at the Bullet Club's self-funded ten thousand seat show. <laughs> realistically, or my, uh, realistically, or my which, which one? Which one would you rather see? Uh, I mean, yeah, definitely Omega and Punk. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no contest. No, at yeah, this zero table. contest. Yes, yeah, zero contest. So poor Daniel Bryan. I'm actually making, surprised making he went that back. Why? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, poor Daniel Bryan making an epic comeback. Got no love on this panel. Yeah, uh, Yeah. Did we have any other questions? You guys signed me up for the wrong episode for that's that question. A, that's no more nice. questions. All right. Very quickly. Uh, we haven't had an unsanctioned in a while. All-Star break is coming up not too <laughs> far from now. So, LeBron, if you want to kind of get away from the All-Star festivities for a, a, about a half hour to an hour, the throne is waiting for you on, the, on an episode of Unsanctioned. Like I said, if i got to fly to the All-Star game to interview you, if you want to come here, if i got to go to Cleveland, wherever it is, I'll be there. So, LeBron, come on Unsanctioned. Uh, listen to Falls Count Anywhere. Listen to The Perfect Edge. Tune in to Throwback Madness Royal Rumble 1995 on Monday. Five-star ratings and reviews on iTunes. Check out our blo- our vlogs on YouTube. 
that Prep has been putting up there. Episode 4 just dropped right before we started recording the show. Alo, would you like to move some merch before we get out of here? Yes, yeah, so watermaneuver.net to embrace the madness for your t-shirts, hoodies, and onesies. And colinoble.com and promo code MattManus for 10% off your order. So that is our show for this week. Uh, less than two weeks away from the Royal Rumble in our home city of Philadelphia. For Act 2 Fly, Eric Trambicki. For Mr. Wednesday Night Live, we call him Alo. The ladies call him Balo, Aaron Lloyd. And for Michael J. Day, six foot five, and you can't teach that. Too sweet. I am Ron Pashery, and we will see you next week. Hop on the top rope, but the land with elbow. Got him now, put him down right now, hit him with the palm handle. Tuning up the band, y'all don't understand. This is Superman, it's a summer slam. Here we go again. Fans mocking man, man, I hate my balls. Shut the mystery man, it ain't safe to land. Off the cell, fans love it, ain't hard to tell. Talking madness, awesome. Well, what I'm cooking, man, y'all off the smell.